0: We are 103.9 WDKX. Mitchell Harris is here to talk a little bit about what's going on. So I'm going to give one programming note. For those of you who watch TV during the middle of the day, I'm going to say sorry to you tomorrow and Friday because all you're going to see is college basketball. Listen, you already know. They start at noon, and it goes all day. Ain't going to be no... Uh, Wheel of Fortune. There ain't gonna be no jeopardy. There ain't gonna be nothing but college basketball and and uh, celebration and fun. That's all you're gonna get. Uh, but you will see some of Rochester's best uh, performing in uh, college basketball. Name the watch out for Jaden Pinky uh, uh, Pinkett. Excuse me uh, from Aquinas. Now goes to uh, Penn State. Penn State and um, he will be a part of the run for Penn State for college basketball from Rochester Thomas Bryant had it in the studio from Rochester Isaiah Stewart had it in the studio from Rochester and uh I have to say, man, there's
1: so much basketball talent, Mitchell, in Rochester. Absolutely. And you forgot to mention Jaden Bradley, who's at Alabama, starting point guard, freshman starting point guard.
0: Another reason to watch. Exactly. Another reason to watch. So you were telling me off air about some of the things that young people have to do. Unfortunately, in certain situations, you see a lot of our young talent
1: leave Rochester. Why is that? Well, I, I, so what we noticed is, and what we found out is, a lot of coaches don't come to Rochester to recruit. Mm. They, Rochester doesn't have a Division One feeder. So I'll give you an example. We've had, our players are as good, if not better, than the Buffalo players, and we prove that every year. But <laughs> because they have Canisius, Niagara, UB, and Division One schools, they tend to recruit local players also. And when they get on that recruiting list, and people, then schools in their conference see those players. And if they're good enough for that school, they believe it's, they're good enough for their own school. And they begin to recruit them. So they begin to be recruited by far more schools. We don't have that Division One feeder here. So some of our, our Division One players aren't getting seen. And so they're going to schools, and they're being under-recruited. So if you look at the players, that Division I players that we've had, mm-hmm. when they go to those schools, they're the best player in that school. Quentin Rose went to Temple. He's the conference's all-time leading scorer. Anthony Lamb goes to Vermont. He's the freshman of the year, second year, his sophomore year. He's the conference first-teamer. Junior and senior year, he's the player of the year. Come on, man. What are we doing?
0: Uh, it, well, it, let's talk a little bit about it because there's a lot of different things you told me off air that might lead to all of this I want to lead up to a big game where some Rochester talent will be playing against one another you said April 1st
1: April 1st Terry and Gromby has put together uh, a series of games called the Rochester keepers uh, it started I believe the first game was last April and because it was so uh, uh so widely accepted and, and so um successful mm-hmm. he had another game at the end of the summer inviting other Inviting a, a challenge: Rochester versus Syracuse versus Buffalo versus the Finger Lakes, and the Rochester team showed out. The Rochester team won that challenge, mm-hmm. um, and now he's having another one and this year. Uh, he's had he has boys and girls, the best the best players from Rochester. So what's happened is, because of our some of our best players have left Rochester and gone to uh, uh, prep schools, mm-hmm. they're all coming back and they're all playing in this game, and you'll see the talent. You know, In Rochester, uh, uh, players are doing well in their games. When they go to these other cities, when you cross over that 5'8 that guard in Rochester and you go to the basket and you're playing against a 6'5 six, five, six, five center, mm-hmm. it's a little different than when you're crossing <laughs> over a 6'4 guard, driving past a 6'8 forward into a 7-foot center. It's a little different when he, where these prep school uh, players are playing against. Absolutely. And our prep school players are doing extremely well. So we know that the the trainers in Rochester, let me mention a couple of them, Redell Freeman, um, James Cray, uh, uh, Gray, Jamar Gray, and of course Hoop and holla, um, the, we have tremendous trainers in Rochester and they're getting we're identifying these kids early. I oh, don't forget Fred Barton. I, I almost forgot Fred Barton. Hey, you' got a Hoopin' and Holler bro. <laughs> Fred Brown, I didn't even mention my own name. Come on.
0: <laughs> I, mentioned, I mentioned your name. My fault, my fault, that's, my o- fault. that's okay. So uh, what, what it will be is a lot of talented young Rochesterians who may have moved away, are a part of prep schools. Yes. They leave the uh, community for maybe a year, sometimes two years, get recruited. Some end up at Division I schools. Um, I know a couple of that have, been, that have already made that
1: leap. Yeah, we, I mean, we, you look at Cottrell Kat- Blocker, who was here mm-hmm. uh, at, at uh, Aquinas and then um, Kearney. He goes down to a school in Tennessee, and I look up, he's a McDonald's uh, Hon- honorable mention. He's in, the, he's in the final one of the finals for McDonald's All-American. I see a video that says the possibly the best player in the South that year, mm. and he's from Rochester. Darius Owens. Yeah, Darius Owens has had all he had. I mean, a bunch of major D ones, and he finally committed to Marquette, Marquette. Yeah. which is one of my was my one of my dream schools for our players because I love shocker smart.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So there's a lot of talent here. So this is also open for uh, invite-only. I want to make sure people understand that's invite-only.
1: Well, you know, there's a way to get in there, but, you know, we we
0: got (laughs) to Got to cut it off. (laughs) Let's be honest. No, no, no. You mentioned it before. You got to be honest. You got to keep it 100, Not Not everybody's a D1 basketball player.
1: No. So one of the things is we have people – uh, throughout Rochester Eric Rose uh, Fred Byron and myself we got um, we got a bunch of people Damon Garfield yep, yep. Uh, we got a lot of people looking at the talent in Rochester mm-hmm. so we're feeding all this information to Terry as he creates these teams Okay. and um, you know there's the I, I can't lie there are a couple of players that you know that are left off and that that. Even, if we expanded a couple of players, I think we get everybody. But ten on ten, ain't no guarantee.
0: Everybody ain't ain't the, no, guarantee. Ain't no guarantee. I do want to get into. Maybe we'll save this for the podcast uh, mm-hmm. a little bit later on. Some of the different dynamics. It can be very confusing. Somebody might come to you, uh, uh, Mitchell, and be like, "My son or my daughter's a D one player, and mm-hmm. they don't, they they haven't been given the reel yet, or they don't know the landscape on how to get their kid from Rochester to a D one school, or maybe D D D two, maybe yeah. D. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Get a college, get into college, uh, playing basketball. So there's a lot to filter into. You also mentioned a bit about uh, some of, not all, some of the coaching that goes into this as well. There's a bit of a block when it comes to uh, players and people who have played
1: basketball
0: at an elite level and teachers who have the first option to coach.
1: Yeah, so in the city school district, um, teachers have the the right of first refusal, I Mm -hmm. guess. And what's happened is we've had, players who understand the game, know the game, play the game, Mm -hmm. vying for, you know, want to coach kids. But if there's a teacher who wants that job, the teacher gets uh, gets first priority. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, if you're getting a job because you want to supplement to your pay, but you have, and you're going to be coaching kids who are trying to use a sport to gain opportunities to go to college for free. i are mean, not just talking about Division One. We're talking about Division Two. Whoever pays. I have, a, I have one of my players at Hilbert. He mm-hmm. happens to be my nephew, Shaheem Ellis. He hit three game winners this year, by the way. I never hit one. <laughs> um, he's, he, his tuition is supplemented at the school, so he's literally paying nothing. Yeah, uh, Not literally, but as close to as close to to as possible, no. possible. Yeah, and that's, that's what true. we're trying to get to but when you when you have these when you have this opportunity for kids and we're putting people in front of them who are, who are in charge of getting those opportunities they have no idea what they're doing yeah then the kids don't get the opportunity mm-hmm. i took that kid shaheen to a workout in the south he was a senior he was killing not looking good he was killing the kids. Mm-hmm. And the coach was like, man, what am I gonna do with a 5'8 kid? I, he's a, he he's, he already he was he had already graduated. Mm-hmm. What, what can I do? I can
0: Yeah,
1: You know, it was the COVID year too. Yeah. So it was like, oh man, we just got caught up.
0: Yeah, it's a a reset, too, for COVID. You mentioned that off-air. We'll get into that uh, next time we talk about this because there's a reset for a lot of people who need to get back out there. COVID really did take... You say two years. It took a lot of time and effort out of people, and it's time to start recruiting again. Uh, uh, Where can people find you? I know you mentioned... uh, um, Hoops and Hala, I, I know that's a great program. Before you go, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: So we do. So we've had a Hoop and Hala camp for uh, since 2014, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we started off as a, a mentoring program, Team mm-hmm. Impact mentoring program for young boys to get them hooked. And you know, we had the mentoring for about an hour, but yeah. to keep them involved, we started doing basketball. We didn't realize that our kids would get so good that everybody would want to start coming to our Impact program to learn what it means to be a young black man mm-hmm. and understand what mm-hmm. the, the with the the, the the need for you and our community down the line. So yeah. they started coming. But the players started getting better and better. Team Impact was ended. I have no reason why. But mm-hmm. we kept Hoop Mahalo alive. And we had this camp every year except for last year when we didn't get funding to run it. But mm-hmm. the players, I didn't tell you this, Yeah, they, they were sad that we weren't having the camp last year. So they called me and said, could you do anything? I said, listen. I got to do something else now. I got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So w- only time I have is 5 o'clock in the morning. I say, we'll be there at 5 o'clock in the wow. morning. Wow. So we have video on YouTube Yeah. where our kids are coming at 5 o'clock in the morning running the hills. Running hills. 20, 25 kids running the hills. Because they're committed to the program. Committed to getting better. Yeah, Those believe. are the kind of kids we have. And I can't understand how we can't get funded. When we're getting kids to go to college for free because we gave these kids purpose. I look at their grade. They all have 3.0. I'm like, what's going on?
0: Well, somebody's listening to this now. Yeah. Hey, listen. Somebody's listening to this now. Invest in a great program. We are 103.9 WDKX, the Wicked Club. Rochester's number one station for R&B hip-hop and throwbacks. Thank you, Mitchell. Got to move on. Got to get to this that guy here. Got a great segment here about um, motorcycles. But I thank you for the time and the education this morning.
1: And thank you. And I'm sure you'll mention my GoFundMe later for and Highline.
0: Absolutely. We are 103.9 WDKX, the Wicked Club. Good morning.